You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Simulcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. Shout out to everybody watching on Dish Network. Corey Parson, the Fantasy Executive, Wall Street, Matt Medica, Snow Day 2018. No Jake Seeley today, Matt. Just me and you. What's going on, my man? It's actually balmy in the studio. Feels good. Yeah, no. Feels good for a change. Unlike the beginning of the week where it was Lambeau Field. I thought I was going to have to break out the wool hat yeah, and everything. We had to come in here. Uh, but I'm actually, I actually am very happy that it's snowing. I enjoy the snow. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's a perk of living in the city. Yep. I don't have to shovel and all no, no, that. No, 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 I can just enjoy it. Yeah, just, just the only thing would be like walking, you know, but, you know, from to and from. But other than that, yeah. we'll make it. I mean, look, they, they closed all the schools down. Everything is closed. <laughs> they heard it's a couple of inches of snow. Hey, I, I, at least the Blasio didn't shut the city down. No, <laughs> you know what? When, when I was growing up, it had to be two feet of snow for them to close school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you were listening at like 7.30 in the yeah. morning, like hoping to get that. Yeah, and they'd be like, no, bring your ass in. And you'd be like, but it's over my head. Nowadays, the little dust in the schools is closed. Yeah, I guess liability, whatever. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. So today on the program, we're not just going to talk about snow. We're going to talk about this year's trash. Players that underperformed this year and should we go back on them next year? And where should we go back on them at? Because I think last season it was obvious we had disappointments from dudes like Todd Gurley, DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, mainly due to injury, and some other players and some of those guys we brought back in on this year, and it worked out. Some of those guys we brought back in on this year, and it didn't work out. So we'll go through some of the names of this year's trash, dudes that underperform, and kind of give our spin and analysis of what we think about these plays for 2018, Matt. That sounds good. I think that's something you know that should be highlighted. Never write a player off. That's, yeah. that's always my opinion. I know people are going to frustrate you, piss you off, and maybe hurt you in fantasy playoffs or whatever, or maybe you didn't make the playoffs because that guy yeah. was a disappointment and really blew it in week 13 for yeah. you. But you, you got to look to what the next season brings. When we were talking with Greg and the Roto Express about New Year's resolutions, I should have mentioned that, like, I, I one thing that I do is, like, if I get in my mind that a, that a guy sucks, he's, like, off my board, I don't care about him at all, period, Two players that I was like, oh, that guy sucks. I'm not touching them. Was Devin Funches and Marvin Jones Jr. And now I wish I had both of those players. So I'm going to be a little less quick to say somebody sucks and just write them off, period. No, I think that's the way we have to do it. Uh, you know, And worry about groupthink, too. And when everybody's like pushing a narrative. I mean, we saw it with Jameis. Yeah. And I, I, I was there, too. I had him, I think, number eight on my board. I'll go back. I mean, at the right price next year, I'm interested in Jameis. Yeah. So I'm. I'm. I'm but I'm, my point was, everybody. It seems like that hot guy. Hopefully, it's not Jimmy G next year. Yeah. Everybody's going to be pushing that narrative. That's going to be a big topic. Jimmy Garoppolo, Gucci, Gucci Garoppolo. How he gets it done out there in the Yay area, San Francisco 49er quarterback, uh, Gucci Garoppolo. So. Yes, he's going to be a high draft pick. What is going on out there? All right, okay. Oh, that must be one of the horse riders, one of the bull riders, I think. Oh, oh look, it's T.I. Thursday. Fantasy Football Frenzy, T.I. Thursday. This year's trash. 
Let you know what we think about them in 2018. And we might have some surprises along the way. It's Fancy Football Frenzy on a tip Thursday right here on FNTSY. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Football Frenzy, FNTSY Radio, Corey Parson and Matt Medica. No all-in kid today, so chilling up in this joint Studio 34 on a snow day. Snowy day in New York City. So, don't forget now with number two, we go YouTube Live, bring the Goon Squad in. You can get us on the telephones, though, 844-843-6879. We'd be happy to talk with you about anything. You want to talk about this year's trash, last year's trash? You got comments, criticisms, you know. You want to give compliments? Just hit us up. You know, it's just us talking, still talking trash. 844-843-6879 is that telephone number. Matt Medica, I want to start at the top of the draft board with a guy that may not be, you may not look at him as this year's trash, but I want to talk about him moving forward, not just the year he had this year, because obviously when your quarterback goes down, it makes it difficult for you to put up the numbers that you're normally accustomed to putting up. But would you consider... Jordy Nelson's season a waste, considering the fact. Put it like this. When you look to evaluate Jordy Nelson next season, you're going to evaluate him off the fact that Aaron Rodgers wasn't there this season for the most part. With that being said, where are you going back in on Jordy Nelson next year? He's going to be another guy that's going to be extremely interesting to see what his price, what his his acquisition cost is ultimately. Because with Aaron Rodgers there, I still think the touchdowns, are a real possibility. I think he can get double-digit touchdowns. Touchdowns are king. I know it's hard to predict touchdowns, but when he came back from the injury, I've been saying it also, he's not the same player. If you look back to last year, he was a guy that became a green zone monster. Nine of his 14 touchdowns inside the 10. This year, that's how he started the, whatever, the first five or so weeks with Aaron Rodgers when healthy. He was he wasn't he never had over 100 yards, but he was getting that 60, 70 yards a game, and the one or two touchdowns a game. So I mean that translates. And if you have a Devontae Adams who has uh, entrenched himself as the Packers number one, the only thing you worry about with Adams is the concussions that he's, you know, it's unfortunate three concussions over the last two seasons. So I, I think there's a nice spot. There's a nice uh, spot where you can probably take Jordy because everybody's going to say he's old, he's washed. Third, third round? Oh, no, it has to, be, has to be later than that. Oh, you got to drop later than that? Yeah. No, yeah. He's, 
I, I think first off, I think the running backs are going to take up so much space in those first two rounds that to me he's going to fall into that fourth, possibly fifth. Okay, so I can and then, and then at that point I don't know if I'm buying back in on Nelson. I wasn't the high man on Nelson this year. I do think there's a diminished in the skills. The offense is going to be a little bit different this year as they switch up coordinators. So I'm still going to I still would go back for the right price. I wouldn't be shunned. I want him as a wide receiver three slash wide receiver four. No longer a wide receiver one or two. I mean, and I don't know because I mean there is so so much recency, but he could fall even further than that. Yeah, you know, without putting the board together just yet. I mean, there's a lot of people that are just going to put him on the do not draft list. You know, he's an old guy. You know, they're going to look at the fact that he had no 100-yard games. And and there are warranted signs here. I'm not saying – I agree with you. I think he's a fantastic number three to have, flex wide receiver. So, I mean, we, we got to look at the, how much how much air occupancy the running backs are going to take. Which that is going to be the narrative next year. Get your running backs, you know, uh, position scarcity in the 12 team league. You got to start 24 of them. So that's going to be. And then you're going to have other wide receivers pushing up Mm -hmm. as well. So you're going to see guys really take falls. Now let's go to this guy 69 receptions, 839 yards, six touchdowns, played all 16 games. That's Dallas Cowboy wide receiver Des Bryant. This is not Des Bryant type numbers. You want that touchdowns to be double digits. You want the yardage to be over a thousand. You want the catches. You want the receptions to be plus eighty five. Matt, this was a down season for Des Bryant. Des Bryant goes into two thousand eighteen as last season's trash. No, I mean he does, and it's is another guy that I'm waiting on. Okay, I'm not ignoring, but this is not the guy, the same player before. I think as a Red zone target, he still can get it done. Mm-hmm. And we've seen the importance of a Zeke, at least to his quarterback. I mean, Dak Prescott, with Zeke and without Zeke, it's like night and day. And if the Cowboys get themselves another line, I mean, I think Dak's main problem was being indecisive and holding on to the ball where he's going to have to maybe trust the receiver just to make that play. When you look at Dez. I'm not buying the injury thing that he put out there after he had the bad season, Des. You're not. You, 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 we're Dallas Cowboys, Des. We don't roll like that. Well, he's a Dallas Cowboy. That's that's a terrible job by him. That's that's a, that's a bad job by him doing that. That's not how we rock. With that being said, I still think there is some talent, some upside, especially if he drops into that third, fourth round range, which I think you'll be able to find Des. Des will probably live in the fourth next year. You gave me Des in the fourth as a wide receiver too, depending on how my roster construction goes. I'll likely make that in 2018 because I think the Cowboys, they've already said everybody's going to be back. Situations where everybody's going to be back are situations that you have to try to target when you go into your draft and your prep for 2018. With that being said, I do think it needs to be another playmaker on the outside. Not Cole Beasley on the inside, not old man Jason Witten, not Terrence Williams, not even Bryce Butler. It needs to be another piece on the outside that can stretch the field. And this way, we can see Des Bryant work more in that intermediate range and try to develop that chemistry with uh, Dak Prescott there. I think that's the best way to go about it. And I think at that point, you'll see the most bang for your buck if you draft Des Bryant in 2018, Matt. Yeah, the Cowboys really need to revamp this entire uh, receiving core. I mean, that even goes for tight ends. They have to get themselves a young tight end in there. I know Witten says he's coming back. 
But, you know, it's been Beasley. It's been uh, Williams. And, look, Bryce Butler was a guy I wanted to see have a bigger role. That never really has happened. So, yeah, I think that's one of the – they do have a lot of issues on defense. They do need another lineman. But I think that's probably their primary target right now. Yeah, uh, 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 well, they they'd like the kid, uh, Roquan Smith, the the, the Georgia that's Georgia gonna be linebacker. Tough to pass up. If yeah, he's, the, if Georgia, he's the Georgia linebacker's dead. You gotta yeah, you gotta get the wide receiver a little bit later on because Sean Lee can't stay on the field. You yeah, feel what no, I'm saying? Yeah. But let me ask you a question: If everything stays the same way in Pittsburgh, it's all simpatico. Ben's back. Juju Schuster or Dez? I would take Dez over Juju Schuster. I would take Dez over Smith Schuster. Smith Schuster is still a young, upcoming, learning player, and then you still got the uh, you still got Le'Veon Bell, and you still got um, what's the old boy Antonio Brown, AB eighty four. That's kind of what controls that offense. No, I, but I it's mean, it's not like I, crazy I, to think. Yeah, that. no, because that, that's I, I think where where Juju fits in this pie next yeah. year on on the board. I, I think that's where I need to find that spot because I want to see where these guys are going to go when we when we look at it next year. Because now, say Luck is healthy, which I don't think he is. Yeah. I don't think, but just say Luck comes back, he's been fully healthy. You see him in uh, training camp; he's with the team, not missing any time. You know, Ty Hilton, he takes a major jump back up the board. No doubt you about know, it. People will have confidence in going back to him. I don't see why you wouldn't if. But once again, I don't believe that uh, an Andrew Luck is healthy. So you're going to have like those things. I still believe uh, in Mike Evans. Mike yeah. Evans is a guy I'm not going to run from. Ne- I'm not going to run away from next year. And you saw when Deshaun Jackson wasn't on the field. I didn't think Deshaun Jackson would take away as much as he did or hurt Evans as he did this year. But I, I think Evans is a guy who's fallen down. I mean, look, look at AJ Green. People are supremely disappointed in AJ Green. He's another guy. I'm going to look to see what that quarterback situation is and what transpires on that offense. Another player who underperformed this season was a guy that I was very high on. I want to get your opinions on him, Matt. Let me know if you think this was a trash season for him and can he be deemed as last year's trash when we go inside 2018 fantasy football drafts. 66 receptions, 789 yards, three touchdowns for one Mr. Jamison Crowder, the D.C. wide receiver. I thought Jay Crowder would have been more towards that 90 catch range this year. I thought he would have really took a big boom up. I looked at him as being one of the top targets of the player that you could have gotten that fifth, sixth round range that would have brought back fantastic fantasy value. Now, he could lose his quarterback in the offseason. That's going to be something interesting to watch. But I would, if he slips a round or two and he goes to that six, seven round range, I would most definitely stand on top of a table and buy last year's trash from Jacob Crowder. First question I ask you, Matt, would you consider Crowder's season a trash season? It's, it's a tale of two seasons. Okay. The first half was trash. I don't think he was healthy for the first, say, six weeks. Of the uh, 27th season, if you split it up and you look at that first half and then you look at the second half of the season, the second half of the season was what you thought Jamison Crowder would be. So I agree. It depends on the quarterback situation, what Washington does with Cousins, and if Cousins leaves, who's under center going into 2018. But he's a guy that, yeah, if, if he slides and there's a good arm in there, I'm totally interested. Especially if the quarterback's Colt McCoy. <laughs> He's waiting for the Colt McCoy reference. So we're off and rolling right here talking about let 
this 2017's trash, how you valued it in 2018, and can we buy back in? Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. When we come back on the other side, talk about some more players, especially a particular Oakland Raider wide receiver. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Football Frenzy, FNTSY Radio, Snow Day 2018. Shout out to the homie Don Burns back on the one and twos. Don Burns, Happy New Year, my man. Happy New Year, Corey. That on air, Don Burns, or that was off air, Don Burns? No, that was on air, Don That Burns. was on air, Don Burns. Cool, good stuff. I guess Don Burns didn't wish me a Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right, though. Yeah, you know, that's how it be. Bees like that sometimes. <laughs> Bees like that sometimes. Oh, I got another game. I got I to gotta give out one more game ball before uh, before we wrap up this, the, um, the show today. I forgot to, meant to hand out another game ball last week, but I will hand it out at some point today, probably when we go YouTube Live. <clears throat> oh, we got a telephone call. How about that? <laughs> Wasn't expecting that, <laughs> but glad to have you anyway. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Before we... Discuss and break down Amari Cooper. Let's go out to Andrew in Boston. Andrew, what's going on, my man? What's going on, fellas? Chilling. It's snowing up there, right? Oh, shit. This man, this is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> wow, it's that bad. I'm going to go check out the window. I've been in here for the last two hours, so I don't know how crazy it is outside where I'm at right now. Did you watch the season the Cavs last night? I did not. I was at work, unfortunately. Oh, grinding. I love it. I love it, though. You feel what I'm saying? What we got? What's going on today, Andrew? Yeah. So, I just wanted to complain. So, I made one fatal mistake, and I literally could have won my league. Uh-oh. So, coming off the same to buy, Mark Ingram wasn't really giving me anything the first three or four weeks. So, I dropped him and picked up Alva Camara, which I probably sound like I'm complaining over nothing. But... I kept Andrew Luck instead of keeping Mark Ingram. Ooh, that's that right there. And, and that was and that was right before the Adrian Peterson trade. That's a, that's yeah, a I mean, tough I, one I, right so there. Mark, Go ahead. No, I'm saying at that point in time where you knew Luck was st- maybe still to Luck, back. I still wouldn't. No, have, no, he wasn't coming back for a while still. Yeah, and, yeah. But then, what, what, no, that was kind of like in that window where it was like. He still had like another month. Yeah, he or could so. be at practice next week. He could practice this week. He won't practice this week. But I understand Luck's a difference maker. I mean, at least you got Alvin Kamara. But I don't think that you drop. I don't think you preserve a quarterback's roster slot in weeks five more so. He valued the roster slot of the quarterback more so than the running back. I understand the trade hadn't been made Matt, yet. Well, at that point, Matt Ryan hadn't given me anything. That's true, too. If Matt Ryan wasn't giving you nothing, you had luck on the bench. Oh, man. See, I'm trying to think back. See, week five, Watson probably was going by week five. What Watson would end up would yeah. make you a big difference anyway. I just still think I would have valued. I would have streamed it out 
I'd have figured it out that way. It would have been tough to cut Mark Mark Ingram. But with that being, because you would have had Kamara and Ingram, and then uh, you would have that's like Medica had a team like that, and that team was phenomenal. You feel what I'm saying, Andrew? And I would have Leonard Fournette and McKinnon on my bench at that point. That's crazy because those dudes was balling. Yeah, but see, the thing I'll take from this is, and it was coming into this year, Mark Ingram just doesn't get the respect and stuff that no I think he deserves. You look what he did last season with other people in the back uh, field. And then this year, look, AP wasn't really like eating a ton of But he was there. But he, you know, yeah, yeah. He was there. They put him on the field. He was, I call it AP interrupted. Yeah. He would just, the, the game flow would get stagnant and stuff. And it flourished once he was gone. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt, Andrew. That was a that was a tough call right there. So, and then and then did you you how deep did you go into the playoffs? Uh, I made it to the first round. I was the first round exit. Yes, so right. I, instead of winning and literally being the top scoring team in the league, I I was in fourth place. Yeah, I just would in 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 the future I would I would value the healthy player more so than the player that was injured. Didn't really do much the first four weeks, and then I think week four, before they buy in week five, Kamara had like twenty five points. So I'm like, all right, whatever, I'll just make that switch. Yeah, that's, that's a tough, that's a tough call on the fly like that. That was, but I, I just couldn't cut Ingram. That was the London game. That yeah, was the no, London I mean, game. Yeah, Ingram I wouldn't cut Ingram. Me, I, I, him and Carlos were two guys I heavily targeted. Yeah, because I was going the wide receiver route earlier on, and I probably screwed up quarterback in that. Yep. In that process. But look, okay, I I think this is something, you know, you learn from. I'll say the one thing, at least in dropping Ingram, he got himself a Kamar. It was like he yeah. dropped Ingram and, you know, got Jay Jai or yeah. somebody like that. So there you go right there, my man. Hey, good luck. Good luck. Happy New Year, uh, Andrew. Thanks for rocking with us. Same to y'all. I also lost ODB that week. Yeah, that was oh, a, God. That was a rough week for you. Yeah, it was. So that that week to find your season, oh, man, Andrew. <laughs> Damn, it's tough when it happens in week five like that. But thanks for checking in. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. All right, Matt. <clears throat> the leader of this year's trash is one Mister Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, who was going in the middle of the second round of drafts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hype over the Oakland Raiders coming into the season was real. Amari Cooper was a flat-out dog. 48 receptions, 680 yards, seven touchdowns. I think he missed two games. A ton of drops. Just didn't look. Then the talk in the preseason was Sun had he that he was a beast out there. Training camp, everything as they talked was great. Everything added up. He comes out week one. We get some. We see some promise with the red zone targets and stuff like that. And then he didn't have a good game until. The game where he went off, and then he had like two more good games the rest of the season. Amari Cooper was a flat out dog. No, he was a dog. And that game, there was probably a lot of people that benched. He probably was benched that week. Yeah. was so terrible. And it's 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 kind of a you know mind boggling how I I mean I was buying it in it too. I thought this kid would take that step. I pointed out that you know what was it before the age twenty three season for a wide receiver. There was Randy Moss that had a uh, two thousand yard season. Yeah, Mike Evans and Amari Cooper. Yeah, so I mean, I was thinking the progression was coming even further. I mean, you want to look at the talent that's that's there. I know he's dropped passes before, but he was he definitely was an epic fail. Now, 
got a situation where more than likely John Gruden will come in and take over as the head coach. John Gruden, known as a great offensive mind. Amari Cooper, known as a great offensive, talented player. Last year, Amari Cooper was going in that 2-5 to 2-9 range. Mm -hmm. I got a sneaky suspicion in 2018, Amari Cooper is going to be in that 2-5 to 2-9 range. I think he's no, going to fall. You think so? Not tremendous. I, I think the I talent, people are going to talk about the talent. But it's just, once again, I and Gruden. the running backs are going to move everybody up. Okay. Guys like uh, Mike Evans are going to probably fall into that early second round, late first round. Uh, A.J. Green, you know, because what if, 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 if you believe what you're hearing now where it's, you know, out of the first 12 picks, let's say, at least eight are running backs, eight or nine are running backs. That leaves the wide receivers to be Antonio Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, obviously, and Odell Beckham. So second-round wide receivers this year could possibly be A.J. You know, AJ Green, Mike Evans. Uh, these T.Y. Hilton, if mm. you have a healthy luck, once again, I don't believe luck's going to be healthy. Let me get on at Don Burns for the rest of this segment with me, please, because <clears throat> I want to I ask you all some questions. All right. All right. Um, Don Burns, in 2018, who would you rather have, Tyreek Hill or Amari Cooper? Tyreek Hill. You said that pretty easily. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm with Don Burns here, too. Especially with Whether the, it's Mahomes or Smith, I, I don't really care who's throwing on the ball. His big plays, are, I feel like his, the offense is a much better place than the Raiders are. I, I agree with both points Don Burns made. Uh, I am excited to see him with, say, a Pat Mahomes who can be on the run and just throw it anywhere. With, with the playmaking ability that Hill has. But also, Hill, this for him was his first full season as a wide receiver. And I think he only gets better. Okay. It's not that, it's not, honestly speaking, full disclosure, I would go Tyreek Hill. For me, it's a little bit closer. All right, Matt. Amari Cooper or Brandon Cooks? I'm going to say Brandon Cooks. I think maybe he's more integrated into this. It's This one's close because Cooks should also take a tumble. But Cooks at least does more with less than most wide receivers in the league. Okay. And he's, he's still going to have Brady. I'm going to take Brady over Derek Carr. All right, so there you go. Don Burns, same thing, same question. What you got? Uh, Cooks, just because some of the Patriots receivers, including Gronk, have uh, you know been hurt in the past, and I feel like Cooks, like Matt said, that big playability you can't ignore. Yeah, that one's close to me too, but I will go with uh, Brandon Cooks. All right, Matt, Larry Fitzgerald or Amari Cooper? If Fitzgerald comes back, I mean, does it has it got probably going to be? It's going to be a new offense, a new quarterback, the whole thing. But I think the one thing that is still going to be preached in Arizona is get the ball to Larry Johnson. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, it, I can't ignore it. You're going to have David Johnson there, which which will help the offense, obviously. And, you know, until Fitzgerald doesn't do it, I'm at the point where I don't care how old he is, you, you, you have to go. I, I thought it would be a major drop-off in that second half. I had him in a couple of leagues. I did trade him away in, in, in another league, actually, to Jake. But, you know, he got it done once again. I would go Amari Cooper in this one, Don Burns. What about you? Uh, this one's probably closer for me. I would go Larry Fitzgerald in a PPR just because he comes out of the slot more. But I, I honestly might take Amari Cooper in a standard just because the touchdowns would probably be similar. All right. Uh, here's the next one, Don Burns. I start this one with you. Adam Thielen or, or Amari Cooper? 
uh, I'll go with Thielen did so well this year. I don't know if he can do that again because Stephon Diggs, I still think, is the better wide receiver, but I'd probably go Thielen there. We're interesting. Go Thielen. Matt Medica, what do you say? Thielen or Amari Cooper? I'm going Thielen here. Uh, I think we want Cooper to put up, you know, be as consistent as Thielen can be. And he has things, and they both can drive in that. Come back on the other side and tell you what my opinion is on that one right there. Amari Thielen. I mean, excuse me, Amari Cooper or Adam Thielen. Also want to throw some other names in the mix to talk about Amari Cooper. I think he's next season's number one buy when you look to buy last year's trash. I break it down when we come back right here on the Fantasy Football Frenzy. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Your T.I. Jam right here, right, Matt? Yeah, no, I am definitely a fan of uh, T.I. Thursdays. Yeah, this is this is ASAP. This is good. Get you, this is ASAP. This get one gets the adrenaline pumping. Want to slap some people around? ASAP. Run through yeah. the wall. There you go, and you do it ASAP. A sizzle. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Telephone lines open. Uh, hour number two. We go YouTube live. Bring you in the studio. I probably have a surprise for the people because I forgot to give out the game ball last week. <clears throat> All right, here's the situation. I might be on this island by myself. I'm still buying something. I'm, I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. There's just guys I'm going to have ahead of him. Okay. Just, at the right price, I think you're 100% mm. right. Adam Thielen's not one of them because I don't know who Adam Thielen's quarterback's going to be. I got a good feeling Adam Adam, Adam Thielen quarterback going to be Teddy Bridgewater. But don't you like Teddy? I do like Teddy, but I don't know what the rapport is going to be between those two. I, I would be interested to see what they do if they put Thielen back on the outside and yeah. things on the uh, you know in the, in the slot. slot. Yeah. I, I mean, I would like to see that, but it's been successful this way. I still believe in I I still believe in Diggs. Yeah, he's a guy I will go back to next year. But I mean, if you look at what Thielen was able to do at the end of 2016 and carried on to this year, it was remarkable. He's a beast. I'm not saying he's not, but Amari Cooper's better. But we're but we want Cooper. I mean, what did he put up this year? Uh, feeling almost thirteen hundred yards. Yeah, I mean, Cooper's got <laughs> he d- Cooper doubled hasn't done that. No, he has not. You're right. He hasn't done that. But I look at the situation that Cooper is a more talented wide receiver. I think he's going to be in a better offensive system next year. I'm looking at that wide receiver coming off a down year, fourth year breakout. I'm willing to buy back in as Amari Cooper. I want to buy him as a running as a, as a wide receiver too. If I get him on that, I will go right back on that two three turn, and I will select him over Adam Thielen. Oh, that's I, I I can. Gruden's going to be there. I can buy Gruden's this. Mr. I can Fix. buy this. Mm-hmm. Look, Crabtree's gone. Yep. which is a boom to his stock, and the red zone opportunities should be there. Yeah. We saw Week One where they threw the ball to him like three times in a row to make sure he, he dropped it twice. Yeah, he did get the touchdown, and they made that concerted effort. On that first drive, and then he had a couple drops, 
and they kind of went away, but he's going to be the guy. He's going to be highlighted. So I agree with you. It is just a couple of these wide receivers that yeah. I'm going to probably put ahead of him. Okay. I can, and if Thielen's one, I can buy in. But myself, personally, I would go Amari Cooper over Thielen. Uh, Don Burns, uh, Doug Baldwin or Thielen or Cooper? This one, I'm I'm going to pick Doug Baldwin just because of the quarterback. Uh, we thought Derek Carr was going to be so good this year, and it didn't turn out that no, way. All I know is Russell Wilson could have two points at half and still end up with you know two touchdowns somehow. So I'm buying the quarterback with that as well. I also think Doug Baldwin's a good player. I love Doug Baldwin. Yeah, I, I think Doug Baldwin is, as we have to use the term, a baller. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, you know, but the one thing that helps Baldwin right now, Jimmy Graham is most likely out in yeah. Seattle. He's not coming back. Maybe he gets some more red zone targets. But I will go with Amari Cooper as the one in a, in a, in a Gruden system, but it's close. All right, and it, it is close for me also. I'm going to take – I'm going to go Cooper over Baldwin. I know that sounds crazy as much as I love Baldwin. But in order for Seattle to get back to being a contender, they need a bell cow running back so they can really run their offense. Their offense is not Russell Wilson running around all crazy and doing everything. That's not their offense. Their offense is ground the clock, play good defense. Russell Wilson make the plays he needs to make. Russell Wilson cannot be this team's leading rusher anymore. They need to get a big time back in there. You get a big time back in there, I think you see the numbers in the passing game go down. So it depends on personnel when it comes to Baldwin and Cooper for me. But likely go Cooper because I think the Seahawks have to get a running back. I, I think you're 100% right. They have to get a running back and they have to get an influx of offensive linemen. Yeah. Good offensive linemen. Because as we're seeing, there's a couple of Seahawks that might, on defense, have to retire. You know, mm-hmm. they, they were ravaged by injuries, the Seahawks. Otherwise, they would have been a playoff team. You know, we have to have that situation. They would have made the players, but they really, that whole secondary got uh, wiped out. It was a shell of itself. So if the defense isn't going to be as dominant and as years pass, you're going to need to have some more ball control. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. Look, it's not even that Russell Wilson can't do it running around like a madman. They didn't make the playoffs the like that. He's going to get hurt, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and they didn't make the, the playoffs. The injury yeah. opportunity is just there. And him being an MVP candidate, playing like this, this sitting at home for the first time in five years. This didn't work. It worked for us fantasy owners, but it didn't work for the Seattle Seahawks. Next up, uh, Matt, Amari Cooper or Alshon Jeffrey? I'm going to go with the, with the youth, the uh, talent of Amari Cooper over an Alshon Jeffrey. To me, Shea Wentz is back week one. He fully recovered everything. The number one target on this offense, to me, it seems like, is the tight end. Whether it's Ertz in there or like a Trey, Trey Burton. Burton, anybody, that's where they and go. And also, this team wants to run the ball a lot. They're not a team that, you know, they want to keep it from, you know, 30 attempts or less. Mm. I mean, Wentz just was insanely efficient. On third downs, he was efficient. He had games with the three or four touchdown passes and the no interceptions. But, you know, Ertz, Burton, and if Jay is like that lead back and it is his backfield, you have to be looking at him as well. All right, Don Burns, what do we got? Alshon Jeffrey or the talent of Amari Cooper? I take uh, Cooper on this one. And the only thing is Alshon has had a past of getting hurt, and he's not the only weapon. You know, uh, Carson Wentz loves Zach Ertz, and they do have a running game. So, and, you know, in Oakland, it's either a Crabtree or Cooper game, and I would take the risk on maybe it being a Cooper game. So I would take Cooper there. 
I I wish I want I want to put Jarvis Landry in this discussion, but we don't know where Jarvis Landry is going to be playing that next year, so it makes it hard to break it down from a Jarvis Landry point of view. Um, so I will drop down to Golden Tate, Amari Cooper, or Golden Tate, Matt. I mean, it's do you want the floor? Or do you want the ceiling? Do you want the Florida 89 catches? That's 80. Mark, <laughs> I mean, Golden Tate's 90, 90 catches. catches yeah, it's 90 catches. That's a 90 catch floor. I, I'm still Marvin Jones Jr. there and stuff. And if Kenny Galladay ever sends up the chart, yeah. I'll, I'll go with uh, Cooper. I mean, look, I feel like. You know, next year it's got to be the year, though, for yeah, Cooper. No. You're getting Gruden in. I, I do want to see who's going to be the wideout with Crabtree gone. Who's going to be uh, opposite side of him and stuff? Because, you know, he, there is going to need to be somebody there. My, what if it's Cordero Patterson? Or you think that's not? No, Cordero Patterson, look, I, th- I think he's a piece. Yeah. He's a guy that, you know, you can scheme plays for. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see it. When you, some of those running plays, it was pretty damn impressive. No, he's the, the guy. The, the, hand. There is talent. He there. still needs to be seasoned, I think. And I think he can be a player. Maybe Gruden's the guy to do that. Uh, Golden Tate's going to have a new situation, too. Jim Caldwell out. Cuda, Jim Bob Cuda likely going to be going from that situation. Also, even though both uh, Cuda and Tyrell Austin have had their interviews with the Detroit Lions. So, this that plays a role into it. But it's not like they're going to move Golden Tate out the slot as number one, as Matthew Stafford number one target. Nobody's really going to come in and do that. I don't see that happening. A running back could be added to that mix too. With all of that being said, Don Burns, Golden Tate or Amari Cooper? I'm going Golden Tate here. Like you guys mentioned, his floor of like 80-plus catches is not something you can't ignore. Neither is his yards after the catch. I mean, he catches the ball and he'll, he can go yards, same as Amari Cooper. So um, I like Stafford better this year. Uh, then Derek Carr, so I'm going to have to go with what happened this year, and I'm still going with Golden Tate. I'm still going with Golden Tate on that one right there. Well, I mean, we could pretty much say the whole Raiders team was this year's trash. Yeah. <laughs> so Except for Marshawn Lynch. Down the stretch, Marshawn Lynch yeah, ball, Marshall, which was Marshall, crazy. But, I, I mean, I, I hope this is the less we've seen of Lynch. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I playing football, at least, you know. Yeah. Is, no, is, I mean, I'm talking football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't <laughs> see why there's a reason yeah. for him to come back. I, I I'd rather go with uh, Jalen Richard yeah. and Washington. Or, you know, get yourself a bell cow back. There. Get yourself a bell cow running back. In the draft. All right, let's see. Amari Cooper, Matt, or Demarius Thomas? Let's say um, Alex Smith's the quarterback. That's speculation. I don't have an inside track. You know what? I, I'm probably, I'm probably going to go Cooper here. Yeah. I just think Demarius. I don't think Demarius's body is ever going to be as healthy as it once was. He's had hip issues and stuff. It's another year old. I'm not saying he's done, but I'm looking at a kid who's what going to be 24 next year. Yeah, and has. I mean, that talent is still there. It just he's truly has not reached it yet. So I'm going to go Cooper here. I mean, if he gets Cousins, it's more interesting. Yeah, but I just don't know if his. You know, I think his body's starting to betray him year after year. That's interesting. Uh, I said Alex Smith. You said Cousins. Don Burns, Amari Cooper, or Demarius Thomas. But let's do it from Odika's standpoint where the quarterback in Denver is Kirk Cousins. Well, before I answer that question, I just had a quick question for you guys. As a fantasy player, how long can you go on buying upside? Like, for example, we just had that Golden Tate versus Amari Cooper discussion. That could have won you. That could have been the difference in winning you a league, knowing that Golden Tate was 
a better option the year before. If you picked him this year, he would have been a better option than Amari Cooper. Same thing with Devontae Parker. He's been horrible the last three years. People have had him on pure upside. So how long do you go on just buying upside? I think that's a fantastic question, Don. But, I mean, how long can you go? I just It's going to be a new system in Oakland. Yeah. It's going to be a new regime. It's going to be Gruden. I think they're going to make this. I think Gruden's going to be like, look, we got to get this guy the ball. He, he's still 24, though. It's, yeah. you know, he's it's 24 not like, when the season started. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like, you know, we could say, okay, you know, he's 27. Yeah. I got socks 24 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and I, but I do get the point here. Yeah, no, it's a good question. And then I'm going to try to break it down when we come back on the other side because that's what we do do as fantasy analysts. Devontae Parker, though, and Amari Cooper are two worlds apart. Let's break that down when we come back. Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Discussion on Amari Cooper. This year's trash, Amari Cooper. Talk about what we do with him for 2017, 2018. Don Burns asked a fantastic question. When do you stop buying it? I think it value. I think it varies depending on who the player is. Like I'm done with Devontae Parker. I'm done buying the upside on Devontae Parker. Period. The reason why I want to keep playing, I'm, I will continue to pay for Cooper, is because Cooper can have the type of season that can win you a championship. Cooper can have a Dre Hopkins, Todd Gurley type season where he can put up 100-plus receptions, double-digit touchdowns at 1,300 yards. He has that kind of talent. He has that kind of pedigree. No, Miami Northwestern High School put out top football players. Alabama put out top football players. This guy is 23 years old. I'm going to keep buying that talent until he hits that floor. Well, I'm going to buy it next year. Put it like that. I'm going to, I mean, still, so until he hits that ceiling or starts to get closer to that direction, you look at a situation where you're bringing in John Gruden. I'm sure when John Gruden is looking at this roster, the name Amari Cooper is one of the names that, that he circled as in a player that can get it done. So it's, I think it's a case-to-case basis, but that's some of the reasons why I buy Cooper. I don't, I don't sleep on people from Dade County. Football's in their blood. I'm betting on that pedigree of Amari Cooper. And what's crazy, if you put Amari Cooper's 2017 season – Right next to Devontae Parker's way. It's pretty much identical to yeah. the touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing. Amari Cooper had seven versus his one. But Devontae Parker, to me, is a player that consistently seems injured or isn't the guy. Once banged up, he's looking to get off the field. Exactly. And stuff. And like I said, if he stays in Miami and he's got Tannehill, 
No. Nothing. Well, he's put up numbers with Tannehill before. No, no, I, I know, but I'm, I'm like I said, I really don't like that Miami situation. Uh, I don't either. Year. I mean, Kenny Stills, Kenny Stills, and Parker not having a Jarvis Landry to open them up. Yeah, I would go Kenny Stills if I had to go in on him, and I would go in Kenny Stills late. The thing why I'm getting away from Parker is Matt mentioned it. Amari Cooper is going to get out there and fight to get on the football field. Devontae Parker don't seem like he wants to play. I think Devontae Parker is satisfied with being a football player and not a professional athlete. So I think that's a different that's a diff, that's a difference right there. That's what I think it is. So that's why Devontae Parker, my guy. I'm a Devontae Parker fan. You feel what I'm saying? But I can't no more with Devontae Parker. I just don't think the urge to want to play and be great is there. While I think Cooper is a better bet to make that happen. I think as you spoke on the br- during the break, I'm really interested to put a board together because I really do want to see where I would take Amari yeah. Cooper next year. I think that's an interesting debate, and it's like Golden Tate versus Cooper. You know, th- these are these are tough calls. I mean, it's it's pretty much going to be like roster construction. I think. Yeah. Because I am excited about for the fact Gruden going in. I, I think Gruden's going to make the effort mm. to make Amari Cooper. The focal point and make Amari Cooper great. I, Just look at what an, a, a change in offensive, off, offensive systems did for the do. Rams. Yeah, look at the Rams right there. And look at where it could hurt you. Like, say, a Sammy Watkins. Yeah. With the Bills, I believe he would have had, had an awesome season. That's I, the name I really that would. He would have faced a ton of different uh, corners, that whole matchup scheme. Him and Dez were tied for the work. He would have been in a familiar situation with a quarterback that likes to throw the ball deep to him. Now, that's where we kind of want to bring it to full circle and stop on the Amari Cooper. In 2017, Amari Cooper or Des Bryant? I think I'm going Cooper. You going Cooper? Don Burns? Des. I'll take Des in the fourth all day. You take Don, Don Burns, he'll take Des. He'll wait Des in the fourth. I'm going to go Amari Cooper. I love Des. I mean, I'm gonna go Amari's Amari got seven touchdowns this year. Yeah. Because we're talking like touchdowns. I think that's Des's biggest value. So there you go right there. Um, and we're going to keep this conversation going. We'll hop off Amari Cooper. Got some more players we want to talk about in hour number two. Don't forget Goon Squad. Get ready. We get ready to go YouTube live with the homies. So you want to get in here. I got another game ball I'm going to attempt to give out before the show is over. So we'll get that done. Fantasy Football Friends on FNTSY Radio. Last year's trash.